Hello, this is Andre Tomlin from The Mental Health. Welcome to the LEDC19 podcast. Over the next few weeks, I'm going to be interviewing some of the people who are going to be attending the 14th International London Eating Disorders Conference on the 20th to the 22nd of March 2019. There'll be a few hundred people coming together in London for three days next March to discuss the latest developments in eating disorders services and research. In this first episode of the podcast, I speak to the conference chairs, Dr Rachel Bryant-Waugh and Dr Ian Frampton. Rachel's a consultant clinical psychologist with a wealth of experience of eating disorders research and services. And Ian's a consultant in paediatric psychology in Cornwall and a senior lecturer at the University of Exeter. I started by asking Rachel why they'd selected the conference theme for this year, putting patient and carer perspectives at the heart of everything we do. There is a significant international shift towards um, more person-centred care, patient-led care. Um, And we have uh, run this conference for very many years now. And we have um, uh, an audience of um, primarily clinicians who come from all over the world. Um, And the theme just is so relevant um, and so important to everybody that we we decided to uh, make it the theme for this conference. And I think that um, it's certainly something that we feel there is a lot of room for um, people to change their views. So we really have tried to work hard with developing the program to make sure that we're not just paying lip service to this as a theme, but that it's it's absolutely integrated throughout the presentations and how the conferences run. So I guess a lot of people who think about doctors and nurses and health would think that that's something that clinicians do, isn't it? Putting patient and care perspectives at the heart of everything they do. Is this is this a challenge you're you're putting out to clinicians? Are they not doing this already? Um, I think it's not, um, I think we could do much, much better. And I do think it's been recognised that that we, we don't do it enough. Because if you look at all the, the sort of more recent policy developments and, and guidelines for clinical management, um, as I say, on an international basis, they all now include the importance of Um, moving towards more person-centered care so that it isn't just clinicians deciding this is what um, people need it's people themselves saying do you know actually this would be helpful or this is unhelpful yeah so proper co-production of services and co-production of research yeah um so ian you're you're co-chairing the conference with rachel uh, this year and you're putting lived experience at the center of that do you want to give us a bit of an overview of the of the program and what people can expect Sure. I mean, there are, in terms of some of the highlights where we, we're really putting the service user and carer perspective at the centre of things. So I'm really pleased to say that our opening panel discussion this year, uh, we've got a new format with the panel discussion and it's going to be chaired by Emma Wolfe, who I think a lot of people will know. She's a writer, journalist and broadcaster and has written amazingly about her own lived experience of having an eating disorder. So she's chairing that session with some academic people like Professor Peter Fonagy and some clinical, our clinical colleagues from, from uh, Anna Chesky uh, Rakanen from uh, Helsinki, but most importantly, Susie Orbach, who, Professor Susie Orbach, who uh, famously uh, author of Fat as a Feminist Issue, who I think Rachel spoke at the first conference. Yes, she did indeed. Yeah, so she's back, and we're so looking forward 
forward to getting her perspective on and how where where we got to really around thinking about mental health, you know, from her perspective, from a feminist critical perspective, and including that, you know, her views around that. So certainly that first opening panel discussion, I think, will really set up set the scene for that. A couple of other highlights: the we have the the plenaries, and as Rachel has described, we we've set up the plenaries. So each of the these are the big uh, sessions involving the whole conference will have a service user perspective. So for example. In the second plenary, um, we've got we're thinking about hope and positivity as a as a as a really important element in in, in recovery from, from from an eating disorder. So we've got an academic perspective on that from Professor Mike Slade from the University of Nottingham, and all his work has been around hope and, and recovery and mental health. And then we've got uh, Carrie McLeod, who many people will know. She's a beat ambassador and uh, speaks very eloquently of her own lived experience of an eating disorder. And she's also a specialist dietitian as well in eating disorders. So she can, she can bring both those perspectives uh, into, into, I think, what will be a fascinating discussion. And then a highlight from the workshop. So one of the ways we organise the meeting is we have um, a whole series of work, invi some invited workshops and then people submit workshops. And I'm really pleased that uh, one of the top uh, build workshops this year is for this, well, for next year is going to be Florrie Taylor, who um, is actually a performer. She's just uh, done her master's in, in, uh, in drama and she did an, she's had uh, lived experience of an eating disorder, which she's very open about and has actually put together an amazing um, drama solo performance around her experience of diagnosis and the language. She's actually going to perform that in the conference and then we're going to have some discussion uh, afterwards to kind of just reflect on how we as, as academics and as clinicians, how, you know, the challenges that, that she raises really about how we communicate with patients and with service users. <laughs> Where is eating disorders now then in, in the kind of mental health landscape? Because since I started mental health seven years ago, um, the thing that I've noticed a lot is that the research that's being produced in the field is not necessarily as well funded and as robust methodologically as other areas within mental health. Mm. Um, and you, know, you, you hear the same about eating disorder services that then you know the lack of investment in mental health generally but specifically in, in eating disorders so where do you think that's changed in that time do you think in the last seven years we, we've started to produce better quality research do you think we're investing better in eating disorder services as well as mental health more broadly um, I absolutely think um, there have been significant improvements over the, the recent years, particularly in, in regard to child and adolescent uh, eating disorders. I mean, there, there has been a major investment, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, we've got Catherine Pugh to open the conference. Catherine, um, as many will know, is the uh, Children and Young People's Mental Health Lead for NHS England. And, and you know, we're hoping that she will speak um, about um, the sort of recent policy and practice development in the UK with this particular emphasis on a move to more locally based um, services which are easier to access and more um, evidence-based services and and I think you're right eating disorders has not been a particularly attractive field in terms of major grant funding but um, th there is a steady st stream of, of uh, funded, really high quality research that, that is being done. But it, 
you know, eating disorders are devastating disorders and we still have a long way to go in our understanding and our support for, for, for people affected by them, um, which is why um, there has been a need. This is the 14th of these meetings to, to, to keep to keep going with these these conferences and to stimulate collaborative um, research. I think particularly on a on a international perspective, following up from Rachel's point there, that actually, um, it, it, you know, this is an international conference, and many people want to come to hear about what's been going on in the UK. That some of these initiatives, so the improving access to psychological therapies initiative for children and young people, and and the you know the investment in children's services, the work you know we we're programming workshops on that because actually our international colleagues are really interested in that. You know, a whole sort of you know, nationwide, NHS England-wide, um, you know, uh, initiative to to develop skills and, and invest in children's services, and and that's both clinically, but then also, as you suggest, Andre, then you know, the research around that, both the, the clinical research, you know, can we show that that this is a, a more effective way to to support and, and treat people with eating disorders, and then fundamentally, more sort of basic research, like what actually what what under what what underpins what causes eating disorders. I think one of the challenges that we've got as um, people covering it online is to weave into that conversation that happens in the room some of the voices of people with different experience and carers obviously adding to those who are on the programme talking in the plenary sessions. Um, I'm interested in what you think about the public view of eating disorders because there's been a couple of really high profile documentaries that have been um, put out there in the last year or two. Do you think the, the yeah. public understand what eating disorders are about now i think i think we're getting there but i think there's still a long way to travel and i think that, again the lived experience of anyone who's had an eating disorder will will just want to really emphasize the extent to which you know their own experience will will, will say that this isn't about you know a lifestyle choice or or simply a kind of fad or some response to to social media and, and obviously you know living in the modern age and 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 being surrounded and bombarded by those images all the time is going to have an effect. That's, we're not saying that that's irrelevant, but but I think what we're trying to to do is to continue to to inform the public about the the, the complex nature uh, and the origins of eating disorders, and and that it's not that the person with eating disorder it's absolutely not their fault. They haven't chosen this. Mm. And I guess there'll be an opportunity um, as we live stream the panel discussion and as we live tweet the various talks for people to ask questions on social media and make comments um, and can we feed those back into the room? We're, we're really pleased Andre that you know that actually to be able to involve you guys and taking it beyond the room so that we so those voices can be heard and, and incorporated into our thinking and we can then yeah yeah take those perspectives forward uh, you know in terms of how both both what we do clinically but also as you were suggesting setting the research agenda like what are the important questions that people want us to get on and, and work out yeah, absolutely. I'm really looking forward to it. It's a really exciting event. Um, so the eatingdisordersconference.com is the website. Uh, the hashtag on social media is LEDC19. Uh, we're going to be publishing a few blogs over the coming months, highlighting some of the research that's being presented at the event. Uh, and there's going to be lots of opportunity for people to follow and get involved in the conversations. Thanks very much for joining me. And uh, yeah, looking forward to next March. Pleasure. Thanks, Andrew.